Hello and welcome back to Mind of Success. I'm your host, Moni Millares, a Mexican-British living in Asia. I work in fintech and build digital banks from scratch. In my years in the industry, I've realized most of us are in a vulnerable financial position. However, building a business can be a catalyst for change. So I created this podcast. It's about business stories we do not talk about. I chat with entrepreneurs, CEOs, and experts about their journeys, struggles, and lessons to extract gems of wisdom and practical tools so that we can thrive and create the impact we want. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mind of Success. Today, it's going to be a different episode and I am going to be your host and your guest. <laughs> so anyways, um, usually I bring guests, right? I love talking to people. But one of the questions that I've been getting from friends and even from guests is, hey, I want to start my podcast. How did you get started? So that's going to be the topic for today. So today I want to use my one year, it's been like one year already. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So my one year experience building and creating this podcast from scratch, and then just like take the lessons and share them with you. Because I think I obviously, like obviously I'm still in my journey into creating this piece of art. I see it as an art, um, but then I could have gone faster if I knew all these lessons. So my purpose for today is to share with you all those lessons so that then as you get started in your podcasting journey, then you go faster, not necessarily faster, but that you go at your pace with the confidence that you want. So I'm going to break the episode in four parts because there's different types of lessons. First one is the basics, followed by the reality. Like how, what's the real deal when building and creating a podcast? Then it's the technicals that, that's a big thing. And finally, the most important lessons I've had in this year. So let's start with the basics. One of the most important things is to define why are you starting this podcast? Why do you want to do it? In my case, it's a little bit of a story, right? Like, I <laughs> I don't know if you know about this about me, but like 10 years ago or so, I used to be a laughter yoga teacher, e.g. on the weekends, because I have always had my banking job. Like on the weekends, I could facilitate laughter sessions and just laughing for no reason. And back then it's like, I used to have my meetups. I created my website. I built a very fancy website. I paid a marketeer like tons of money to do that for me, which, and then he asked me, hey, you have like the whole marketing system. You need to build your videos. You need to do this, the other. I, I had all the tech, but then one year later, I never used it. A few years later, I started a YouTube channel. And if you look back at it, then it's like, I have this on seven or 10 videos back then. And then I stopped. And then basically why I started was we were in the middle of the pandemic. We were in lockdown. Probably I was getting a little bit crazy of 
being in the house, you know, a little bit depressed between life and stress and work and pandemic and all that. And at some point I was like, I need to reinvent myself. I need to really reconnect with what's important to me and what are my passions. And I remember that I was like, oh, I used to coach a lot. I haven't done coaching for a long time. And on top of that, I remember that I used to say, I, I asked to my mentor once, I was like, oh, I want to start a talk show. One of my dreams was to start a talk show. So now I was like, hmm, interesting. Now with technology, it's easier to start a talk show. We don't need to be face to face. And that's how I started. And my motivator was, hey, I've tried to do this before, like 10 years ago seven years ago, I kind of drastically failed. And this time there was something different. The technology was right. The technology was there. And it made it very easy for me to not put technology as an excuse on why I was not doing it. So that's number one. And, and second, <laughs> I genuinely thought this and I was like, in five years time with the pandemic and the rapid digitalization of everything, Five years time, there's going to be all these 18 to 20 years old saying like nonsense and they'll have like a huge audience and they'll be like making money out of it. I was like, and I will regret <laughs> that I didn't do it for the third time. So I was like, screw that and then let's go for it. So that's why I started. But then for me, the why it's very clear. It's that, that's the how it started, but that's not my why. The why is it brings me a lot of energy it gives me life I love talking with interesting people and like really getting to know their story so it's like I love the whole conversation so I love the process it gives me energy so it's like I talk about things that I'm passionate about so it's like I love it and that's what keeps me going it's not about growing an audience it's not about growing like number of people who listen to this or don't it's like it gives me energy which is amazing it brings out this part of me that it's like oh i love it love it love it so it is important that you as you start your journey on deciding whether podcasting is for you or not that you have a real why that it's really connected with your heart oh why is it that you're doing this because like we express a lot with our voice and our energy. So if you're not putting the right energy into it, then it's like, we can feel it. But if you're really passionate and interested about it, like both the guests and listeners and yourself, you'll get like the feel and the vibe. So that is like so important. And I would say that is the foundation. So that's why it's, we're in the basics. So the next layer is the topic. What are you going to talk about? For me, it was very easy because I was like, well, I love anything related to mindset. I'm obsessed with like body, mind, spirit connection. So I was like, well, I'll talk about that because I can talk about that forever. I don't even need to prepare. It's like, I'll just like, whoop, 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 whoop. Didn't think, hey, does this make sense to people listening? I just got started. And then basically I was like, oh, as part of the topic, two subtopics were like, oh, I love talking about like money and our relationship with money and um, the psychology behind money and the practical aspects behind money because that's what I do in my job. That's like part of my career. And I'm really passionate about financial well-being. So I kind of took a, took a big subject and then I was like, yeah, that's the big topic. And then I have the subsets of mindset and then entrepreneurship because 
at that point I was like passion projects that is my thing I love passion projects and I want to help other people to build their own so I was genuinely interested in the topic that I was going to talk about and that I think it's important otherwise to be honest it is a lot of work to talk about things that you're not really interested or passionate about so topic it is super important basic number three is are you going to be a solo podcaster or are you going to bring guests to the show? And it's a very different energy, either or. I tried both, like my first few, maybe five episodes, it was just me talking. I found the way that I did it just like right now, I could like come up with a topic and then in my brain, I could be like, oh yeah, maybe I should talk about that. And that's it, then I turn on the camera and then I go with the flow. However, once I started having guests, I was like, oh, so much easier, so much easier to have a guest because you are not responsible for the whole experience. It is like you are co-creating with someone and you're seeing where the conversation goes. So it's very important to know what is it that you want to do. Of course, there's pros and cons. If you do a solo podcast, like you have control of when you record, what are the topics, the structure, you know, like it's your baby. If you are doing a guest type of podcast, then there's the extra work of um, kind of reaching out to guests and the surprises when it comes to technology. Oops, the computer died in the middle of the podcast. We need to record. Oops, somebody rang the door, like all those sorts of things. Plus, Many times, like you have, you have an idea in your mind. Yeah, I want to talk about this topic with this person. And as the conversation starts, it just like goes somewhere else. So there's pros and cons in both of them, but both of them are amazing. And I think this point is try both. Try have like just give it a go and, and then decide what's your style and what, what works best for you. And another basic is are you going to do a recorded podcast? Or are you going to do a live podcast? E.g. my podcast, like I arrange a time to meet with a guest and then we record. And then I have a few episodes recorded and then I just post them, publish them in social media and then like on Spotify, right? But then there's other people that they are using LinkedIn as a platform or Twitter space. So what they do is they have the guest and basically it's a live conversation. So you both go online, live, have the conversation. That's it, gone, interview gone, whoop, done. I prefer more of the, hey, let's record. And then it's like, of course I get to chat and connect. So I like that, right? Uh, and then it gives me more flexibility in terms of when we do the recording as such, because quite likely if you're going to have a guest, I'm assuming you're busy, just like everyone, and then the guests will also be busy, so you have to be very flexible. Uh, so just recording gives you that flexibility as well. So those are the basics. So to recap the basics is, why are you doing this? What is your topic? Are you going to do it solo or guest? And is it going to be live or pre-recorded? Ah, almost forgot. And are you going to do video 
or just audio. When I started, I did audio and it was because it was just like so easy. Didn't We were in the pandemic, so it's like, didn't need to dress up, didn't need to shower. You know, it was just like, whenever I was ready, I'm like, boop, turn on the camera, start recording, not, not the camera, just like start recording and that's it. But then over time I was like, oh, I like video. Um, so that's that, that covers the basics. Then the next layer of foundation is the reality. So you will see a lot of hype in social media. Oh, you need to have a podcast to grow your business. Ooh, podcasts are growing. Ooh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but yeah, the amount of listeners in podcasts are growing. Um, but the reality is it takes work. It takes discipline. It takes consistency. It takes planning. It takes passion. It is like a project. It is not just like, oh, I'll do a podcast. It is not just an additional, like if you already have a business and that's why you want to do it, then it's like, it's not an additional social media channel. Creating a podcast requires a little bit more thinking than just creating your content and then having someone to just like, someone in the team or yourself create the social media posts as such, like creating the podcast is more intimate. It's more variable. You cannot plan it really on how the conversation goes. You can have an idea. Uh, but I, I think like at the end, it is a learning process. So the reality is, I think podcasters have been like, oh, podcaster, YouTuber, whatever. No, the reality is it is hard work and it takes effort and discipline. And I'll repeat it again. It is hard work and repeats effort and discipline. So that is the reality, especially you need to change your habits. And it is the habit, what I've learned, it's like in my first year, I did about 30 episodes, but you know, like the year has 52 weeks. So there was 22 weeks that I did not post. Uh, so sometimes I could have the recording but I didn't, I didn't have the time to edit or this and the other, or I was just tired and I didn't post it. So I was very inconsistent. Now in my year two, whoop, whoop, I am focusing on consistency. Hey, can I post an episode once a week? Ideally twice a week, but it's like, hey, can I do the consistency game? And then in a few months time, it's a, hey, do I want to do, continue doing this, yes or no? And I think that's one of the biggest lessons that it's like, not because you started, you have to continue for a year or two or three. It's like you start your experiment and then um, you decide, you iterate basically. And I think that's the real, the real reality at the, uh, that's the real deal. Like it's a learning process. So you get to decide when to stop, when to continue, what to do. It's your baby, you change it. Which is cool. So that is kind of like the basics of reality. Then let's go into the technical because like most of the people are like, oh, where did you post? How did you start it? And I think that's the mistake, not the mistake I did, but it's the most natural thing to do, to start in the, to start in the, hey, what are the technical sides? of creating the podcast. Yes, it's important, but it's not the most important one. For me, it's been the most difficult. The others, it's been a more of a natural 
But uh, when it comes to the technicals, there are multiple things. The first one is, hey, where do I post the episode? How do I put it into uh, Spotify or, or all the other platforms? So there is an app on the website called Anchor, anchor.com, A-N-C-H-O-R, Anchor. And just like Anchor, there are many others that are the competition. You can just Google it. And um, it's super easy. You know, like social media, you go on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whichever you choose, you just say create new, you upload a file, you tap, type something and then tap post. Well, it is the same with podcasting. Like this platform, it made it very, very easy for you to post. So you can record direct in the platform or you can record somewhere else. So that's the basics. Like you come up with a name, you come up with the artwork and then you just like upload, done. It was very easy to use. So it's podcasting for non-techies, which is really cool. Then the second bit is the microphone. When I first got started, was like, oh, I'll just record something on my phone. And then I played it back and I was like, I can hear the motorbikes. Like here in Asia, there's a lot of the motorbike in the background. So I was like, no, I cannot do this. Uh, so I bought a noise canceling mic. I did not buy the, if you Googled like, what's the best microphone for podcasting noise canceling? It's the Blue Jetty, this, the other, it's expensive. No, mine was less than a hundred dollars. And it was good enough to start. Uh, then over time, I realized that actually it hasn't been working in the past few episodes. I've been recording. Uh, <laughs> so for me, the microphone thing, it's still a work in progress. But I don't think it's a deal breaker because it's not, it's not about the microphone. It's about you changing your habits. So actually I could put microphone like at the bottom of the list. And once you have the consistency and you're like, yes, I want to do this, then start increasing your budget and getting like all that set up. Don't waste a lot of time in getting that ready. So that's that. Then we have the camera and the lights. I'm using the camera from the computer. I don't have a fancy camera. It's just the inbuilt. It's not that bad. I think it's good. Of course, I could have more definition, but uh, my phone, you can, I can see the difference. If I use my phone, let's say for an Instagram live, and then I am doing, I'm using the computer at the same time, I can see the difference. The color is different. Like the camera and the phone is so much better, but at the same time, I don't think the camera and the computer is that bad. So when I'm like, hey, I'm going to invest a hundred dollars or 200 or 300, whichever is your budget. But I'm like, I don't want to invest much. This is like a nice hobby. Um, then I'm like, I always think, oh, do I use that money for this or do I use it for somebody, for something else? It's like my opportunity cost, I, I, I do that. And so far, the camera, whenever I'm like, oh, yes, I want the camera, it's more like a, you want one and you want to go shopping rather than you need one because the quality here is decent. So I wouldn't say the camera is a big deal. What made a massive difference for me is the lights. So I used to record in my living room with the lights from the house. And there was something annoying that I was like, I look yellow, like the the whole house looks yellow and it's because like the lights in the house were yellow rather than white light uh, so I changed the lights but I didn't change them all and then basically exactly I wanted to go shopping and then I said oh maybe I should get like proper lights and I got proper lights 
And then that's when I, I really liked it and I changed my setting. One of the things that the guy that sold me the, the lights, the guy in the shop, he was like, hey, the space between where you're sitting and the wall is huge. So that's why also it looks yellow with the definition is not good. So he said, hey, it's better if you have the wall right behind you and then the light in front of you. So let's say the light is arm and a half away from me and I am shooting to the wall. It's not to me, it is to the wall and it's a little bit higher. That has been a life changer. But at the same time, I could not, I repeat, I could not stop uh, recording or start recording because you don't have the lights. Just get started with what you have and then over time, like you can improve. So that's lights. Microphone, lights, camera, where to post. Then we have editing, editing, editing. Oh, that's my nightmare. <laughs> so editing is easy. So I do two things. So when I first started, I was trying to be like, oh, I'll edit and I'll ensure that my sound is perfect. Uh, and I'll use, uh, there's a software called Audacity, Audacity, depends on how you pronounce it. I'll put the link in the comments. Um, it's easy to use, but at the same time, it's like, it's a lot of work. Then I discovered the, well, when I started recording video as well, then I had two options. I started with Zoom and that's what I used many, many, many times. There's another program called Sencaster. And with Sencaster, basically, in theory, they do the production of the video. They basically put it in a nice layout, nicer than Zoom at least, but I'm still not convinced it's nicer. I'm still testing. And uh, yeah, between those two, between Zoom and Sencaster, and if you Google Sencaster, then Sencaster competition, then you'll start seeing other alternatives as such. So that has been super important. So the, the editing as such, I don't, I just like grab it from Zoom and that's it, no editing anymore. Uh, and, and I tell all my guests, they are like, oh, what if this happens? I'm like, well, we just continue. It's just a chat. Uh, and I don't do any editing. And that's what I like. It's very authentic. It's very, that was, that was what was said. There was no editing, no cutting, no tuning the sound, no this, the other. As we become more professional and you may have a team. Actually, that's the point. If you are listening because you want to grow your own, I would listen to this advice. If you are listening because you want to grow a company podcast and you have a marketing team behind it, that's a totally different story. So in this case, I'm referring to the solo, solopreneurs wanting to do a podcast and social media. So what I discovered very fast was like, oh, I'm loving podcasting. I'm loving having all these conversations. And then I was like, oh, I need to promote it. <laughs> and I need to go to social media and I need to learn this and the other. And that was a little bit of a learning curve. And same, it is the, hey, how can I become consistent? And actually it's about learning a new skill as such. Like it's the writing, it's the, what do you put in there? It's a whole set, but I wouldn't say like social media. Once you, once 
you start just like start and then you just post the link and that's how that's how you start if you want to do a little bit more fancy then i recommend i'm sure all of you know canva and then in canva you can just like use the templates and upload your pictures pictures of the guests put your header that's it it's very very easy to use this is unlike like i said at the beginning unlike 10 years ago or seven years ago when i wanted to create the youtube channel when i wanted to do the other videos about laughter uh, and now it's like different story. There's like hundreds of apps that help you with design. You don't need to be a designer. You don't need to be a video editor. It's like social media now it's made like so easy. So that's social media and those are the technical elements. But what I want to go now next is to the most important lessons. And I think the most important lesson for me is this is a journey. It is your journey. It is your passion. It's your project. You get to decide what to do, what not to do. And it's okay. It's okay when you don't post. It's okay when you post. You will get excited some days. Others will be like, oh, I want to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. What if I just stop? I took a break in October, October to December, and I was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. I just had uh, two recordings that I was like, okay, cool. I recorded so for respect for the guests i'm like yes i'll just like post them in january right and something magic happened once i reconnected with the recording i was like oh yes i want to do it i want to do it again and then it's like it sparked the light one more time but i think it's like it's a journey enjoy it um sometimes especially at the beginning i had a lot of self-doubt I was like, oh, what am I going to talk about? Oh, would somebody, I had a lot of self-doubt. was like, oh, would anybody want to be in my show? It's like, oh, who wants to be my guest? And I started with my friends. And then with, from my friends, I went to my network. And now it's more like some people have found me uh, in LinkedIn and he's like, oh, we should connect. And then we connect. And then months later, it's, uh, hey, we should do a podcast. And now I'm also starting to reach out to people that are totally out of my network and I just go like hey you have a cool profile I want to talk about this I want to talk about the other do you want to be in the in the show and many of them don't respond the great majority don't respond but some of them do then the others the ones who do some of them end up making it to the session others they will just cancel like properly a minute before the session others will cancel five minutes before or half an hour before and I think the most important thing here is to keep the enthusiasm and to be like yes I know it's part of the journey you're kind of learning sales you know like getting rejected no 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 but at the same time when you look back it's very rewarding to say, hey, I've done 30 episodes. Hey, look at my, I, I, love, I love when I changed the cover. It's like, oh yeah, it's so exciting. It's like, it is very exciting. So you will know if this is for you, just give it a try. So that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had some value. Of course, you know where to find me. If you're listening to this, it's likely that you are in my LinkedIn or my Instagram. So just ping me a, a message or WhatsApp me or email me. Uh, you know, uh, my name is Monica Millares. That's how you can find me in LinkedIn. In Instagram, you can find me in Moni Millares. TikTok, it's Mind of Success. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing all your questions. 
In the meantime, sending tons of love to you, your family, the universe, the world, that we all have a lot of peace in these times. Sending you much love. Bye.